What's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I have a really fun episode with Liv and Bix, but we have a few things to cover before we get to that. First of all, this episode is a day late. My B, I got my booster on Friday, and I've been honestly just like holed up on my couch for three days still worth it obvi but I just could not bear to edit this episode even though I do this myself every single time I'm like I really can't do this and then I start editing it and it's funny so then I'm like loling along anyways when this episode comes out I'm gonna post a temperature check slash quiz slash check in with the RTBP community on my Instagram stories just to see what you all thought about the content of the episode like where you stand what your opinions are on the stories if you know we're on the same page or if we're a little controversial so go check that out I also got like the cutest review on Apple Podcasts that said I had a cute accent and I am just going to be riding that high for many many days because it's You know, I'm one of those annoying people that like, it's like, I don't, I didn't think I had an accent and like stuff like that. So I just feel like people always say like, oh, cute accent to people that are like from France or Italy or Australia or England or whatever. It's like not from, I was going to say buttfuck nowhere. Oh my God. Uh, Not from where I'm from. Let's just say that. But... With that being said, if you want to leave me a review, you can do so on Apple Podcasts and you can also leave a rating on Spotify. That's new. So I love reading what you all are thinking about the podcast. One more little housekeeping detail. I was on the ROM complex talking about honestly one of my like top 50 movies, Bring It On All or Nothing. It's the Solange and Hayden Patinaire movie and it's so good. I tell my promposal story <laughs> from high school, which I think I've mentioned on this podcast, but I don't think I've gotten into like excruciating detail like I do on this episode of the podcast. So go check it out wherever you find podcasts. It was just nonstop laughter. One more thing before we get to today's episode, Bianca Chopra and Nick Jonas had a baby via surrogate I think a little girl some people are saying oh the Jonas sisters now that they all have little girls but I was so floored just because you know we've talked I think on this podcast we had our big Niley episode we've talked about Priyanka and Nick possibly being a fake PR relationship and I'm not saying that them having a baby determines that they aren't a PR relationship because I am that far down the rabbit hole but my little Niley Stan heart broke this weekend I don't know what it is like for me now I have three before I just had one or two Justin and Selena and Niley, Nick and Miley, but now I have three couples that I would literally give like my left arm to get back together. <laughs> Is that weird? Do other people have those couples that they would just like literally give their entire life? They would lay down their lives for these couples to get back together. My third one as of late is Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. 
So anyways, it was both very exciting, surprising, and a little bit saddening to find out about the birth of their daughter. They were like, we want everything to be private, yet they like put out a public statement when like literally I don't think anyone had any idea. So that was also kind of funny. But I want to know what you think about the birth of this new child. Anyways, that's all from me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Since I recorded, there have been some updates on the stories we talk about. So I will meet you on the other side and I will update you on some of the things I've learned throughout this week. Without further ado, here is my episode with Liv and Bix. I'm back with two very special guests, Liv and Bix from In The Moment with Liv and Bix. How are you two doing? Hello. Thank you so much for having us. This is so exciting. Thanks for coming on. I'm so excited. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, definitely. We are a Bachelor Nation recap podcast, but um, actually this season we are not recapping the Bachelor, the current Bachelor season. We're covering Bachelor Nation news, anything going on with any Bachelor Nation alums, and we kind of just talk about life, relationships, dating, anything that we have in our minds that like kind of relates to the Bachelor that we could get away with. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I wanted to talk about some Bachelor Nation news because I am following the new season like against my will (laughs) because (laughs) I haven't watched a season in a very long time. But I'm going to be on a Bachelor recap podcast and they asked me to watch the first three episodes. So nice. I'm going to watch it. But I wanted to chat about some things that are happening right now that have caught my eye first off Riley and Marissa king and queen of bachelor in paradise do you think it's true that they broke up I do think there is some truth to it but again that's like again we're just making like speculations at this point because I don't think anything's been confirmed but definitely I feel like the tea like I feel like there has been like a little bit of shade maybe in like Marissa's stories towards Riley and then also the like the cleansing of the Instagram Mm -hmm. so just like taking little social media hints I think that we can confirm but they haven't come out like formally with like an explanation of anything that might have happened Yeah, you can definitely tell that whether it's like a full on breakup or just like a break or like a separation for a time, something's definitely going on because the both of them like posting their like motivational quotes and (laughs) like all of this like very like empowering stuff. So and also like I know she moved to because he lives in Long Island City in Queens, New York. And I know that she moved in with him and she's from like Montana I'm probably not Montana but like something like one of those states so I mean I don't know like did she is she like staying in a hotel is she staying with a friend does she go back oh yeah those logistics I don't know but also she like would like things like I know like moving in with a partner is like a quick way (sighs) to get like to lead to a, like a breakup. Oh, like I'm pretty sure. I don't know if that was sad reality wrong. that like spilled that, but there definitely was things that she's liked on social media that also kind of confirms like that they wow. might not be together. That's so brutal. Yeah, I definitely feel like the soft launch of a breakup is like cleanse the timeline. Yes. Post yes. some like Chloe Kardashian 
like Instagram story quotes, which is so cringe. It reminds me of like high school. Yes. And then seriously. <laughs> yes. And then liking some like guilty. Yeah, like tweets. some like shady stuff. Yes. Yeah. So I wish bad. I was a sleuth enough to like go into like the pictures and like you know how people they'll like line pictures yes. up next to each other and be like, she's in front of like this door. So that means she is in the apartment. Yeah. She, yeah <laughs> so I don't know. I didn't go that deep. No, I never do. I just love to see all of that stuff that people post like whoever does that work again doing the lord's work seriously yes there was also a huge news story about Tasha leaving clickbait um and she you know she was absent from some of the bachelorette after show pieces do you think that she's kind of had like a, a falling out with the producers I think to be honest like my personal opinion would be that maybe she just stepped back because of everything with like Zach but that's just I'm assuming because I know that's like a lot like she's pretty much the face I feel like right now of like Bachelor Nation she's like doing the hosting um yeah so I don't I think just because she took on such a large role already and then the breakup with Zach I just feel like maybe it was a lot for her because then also on top of that doing the podcast hosting yada yada I just think to be honest she may have just stepped back for like her own mental health I'm just creating this story no idea but that's what I think yeah (laughs) Yeah. seemingly like very overwhelming doing like hosting doing the podcast like flying here flying there doing all these events and I also feel like maybe a part of it is wanting to kind of in a similar way that Rachel Lindsay like excused herself from bachelor nation mm. um i feel like maybe Tasha's on that same path yeah. because when her and zach when that split was announced the amount of hate that she got for just being like a woman with a career yes. was yeah. so crazy Fix. that you're, you're just so right like because i noticed yeah. that the the main like insults was that she had a career instead of focusing on zach meanwhile these people don't even they sound so crazy because you don't know, you don't even, you don't know these people. <laughs> They're like, yeah, no. Tisha just needed the spotlight. And she, you know, Zach's the type of man who likes to, and I'm just like, you guys sound, he deserves a real yeah, I'm like, woman you guys sound insane. Be there for him. Like they created this whole narrative, like insanity. That's so unfair because Zach had just as much going yes. on as Tisha. Yes. Yeah. But they never came for his career ever, but they came for the no. fact that she wanted one. Like she, she was no. wrong for having like ambitions. Yeah, she wasn't around enough right. to yeah. support him and be there for him. And like, oh, that's <laughs> y'all are crazy. I feel like that's classic Bachelor Nation, though. Like that really is like, like I'm, I'm sure that their busy schedules, like both of their busy schedules, might have put a strain sure. on the relationship. Like right. that's tough to be, you know, away from each other and super busy. But they were, they both had tons of things going on. That's so unfair to put that all on Tisha. I'm sad for her because I I think like you're right like this she was like kind of the the jewel of Bachelor mm-hmm. Nation over these last couple of years and being on like their own podcast and all of the hosting gigs and stuff is is just so great but I also could see her I don't know I feel like Bachelor producers could have been up to some antics that right fair for her and yeah I just hope that she yeah, is taking good care of herself and 
um, I know the bounce back will, will be amazing. Yeah. And who knows, maybe she's like working on a solo project. Maybe she's going to come out with like her own podcast. Oh, that'd be cool. Separate from Bachelor Nation, you know, yeah. because I feel like at this point, like being tied to Bachelor Nation is almost like a really negative thing. Like clickbait now is a, is a mess. Like mm. freaking grocery store Joe and Tia. Like I know it's like bottom of the barrel. I really feel for Natasha. Clickbait has been through a lot of transformations, I feel like. I know. Remember when Hannah Ann was on it? Like I think she did like what, like two episodes (laughs) and then she was like, no, I'm a baker now. Yes. Yeah, that was so (laughs) cringe. That's so fair. Yeah, I feel like Tasha's star power like does go beyond Bachelor Nations. For sure. Be interesting to see if she's just like launching her own stuff. That would be amazing. Because I, I do it. think she has it like the not the bandwidth. Like star but, quality. Yeah. Like she has the that something that yeah. people are looking for that I feel like that she has Yeah, that je ne sais quoi. Exactly. She totally <laughs> does. Um, one of my other faves in Bachelor Nation, Tyler Cameron. I feel like controversial fave. I feel like he is. Like, I love him. I I'm obsessed with him. Like, I got so excited. Like, too excited. Yeah, like it's 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 absurd at this point. But like, I feel like he kind of like, I don't know. I feel like he hasn't had just like this straight trajectory. I feel like he's kind of had some like I don't know when his book came out. There was like not a, a controversy. When his book yeah, came I'm like out? wait, rewind. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did his butt come out? Oh my also why is that a problem (laughs) he had a book come out this summer and like people oh a book oh Oh. we thought you were saying butt like your rear end (laughs) so i was like just fall out of pants and everybody saw it and it was a problem (laughs) because i wouldn't be upset (laughs) oh my god that's so funny no like and i both are the same thing they were like butt like that would not be controversial No, his his book oh, about his like book. dating came out. That's so funny. I also don't really remember this book oh, though. Yeah. <laughs> it came out in the summer. It was about like dating and being like a gentleman and like oh. I think it was controversial because it was just like him. I don't know. People were like, "Why do we get dating advice from you? Who you're like single, right. <laughs> really young, and just like." Yeah. Single young white man sleeping with all the models of New York City. Yeah. Like, yeah. please give me dating advice, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like exactly, exactly. But he has a new dance show coming up where he's like a contestant. And he's been speculated to be on the upcoming season of Celebrity Big Brother. So I'm just <gasps> oh, he's wow. like booked and busy. Different. I'm just nice. Yeah. I don't think I'll watch the dance show because I fucking hate dance shows but like they almost had me with Tyler Cameron to be honest yeah I heard that he was filming for um like a dirty a new dirty dancing I don't think I don't know if he was playing like the lead or just like in it but I know that there was a point that he was doing that I don't care like who it is like it has nothing to do that's Tyler Cameron just leave the movie alone it is great that movie yeah like, that's a like, tough one to like remake, remake. Yeah, we don't need yeah. a remake. i don't care who it's like and mind you i have nothing against this man i'm just like but we just don't need it yeah that's so true um dirty dancing like havana nights was like bad enough we don't do you oh, remember no. that movie with diego luna no okay i've never seen it like myself okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll like definitely watch it this weekend it's like one of those so bad it's good movies 
Okay, that's my kind of movie. <laughs> yes. And the next story that is like two baby news stories. I love Bachelor Nation baby news. Ashley and Jared had a son, Dawson Demetrius Haibon. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I think it's Haben. Haben. Okay, love that. Uh, what do you think about the baby name? What his first name is Dawson? Yes. Dawson Demetrius? Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh. It's very powerful. That's like a freaking name. Oh like, is he a philosopher? Or yeah, it's like, it does give me like philosopher vibes for Noble, sure. Loyal. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I feel like classic them. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Just like trying to like have it be really awesome. Oh my God. And the fact that they, that they announced their baby's name. On, on an Amazon Live. Oh, that's great. Like, they did. They monetize everything, everything. Wow. in their life. Everything. Get like, that money. Seriously, I can't take them. Wow. It's, it's like just comical at this point. That's so funny. It is. They're like so successful. Like, people yeah. still like love them. Get tired of the constant like marketing stuff, but mm. people still like super love them. I actually do really like the name Dawson. I think that's cute, but Demetrius doesn't doesn't land for me. <laughs> Sorry to all the Demetrius. The tongue, yeah. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't seem to fit with his first and last name, but mm. congrats, Ashley and Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Dawson would be cute for a girl, too. Yes, yes. And I just feel like Dawson, like, it just really reminds me of Dawson's Creek. Like, I, yeah. like you just can't get away from that TV show, I feel. Okay, I wrote down, Raven and Adam had a son. I wrote down Gates Zev got shy. Is that right? <laughs> because I just realized, I just realized, like, Raven's last name is Gates. And then his last name is Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, I'm going to look it up. But I think that might be it. They named the baby Gates? Yes, it is. It is Gates Zev Gottschuk. So she named, so her. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, her previous, like her maiden name was Gates. And that's what they named the baby. I kind of like that. I don't hate it. Yeah, I think that's a fun idea. Gates is a cool first name. Zev is a cool middle name. Yeah. I'm He's impressed. never going to run into somebody right. like with the same name as him in his life. Truly. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. I They posted like an adorable picture where mom and baby were in like matching gray Aww. outfits. That's so, cute. And it seems like they had, I think she had to have like an emergency C-section or it oh, was like God. kind of like a a tough delivery so all the best to raven and adam i've really warmed up to them yeah. as time has gone on anything about labor terrifies yeah. me to the extreme so yes like freaking god bless to anybody giving yeah. birth <laughs> yes okay we're gonna jump into some pop culture news mgk and megan fox got engaged i feel like everyone could see this from a mile away but i was like still surprised <laughs> i always like kept checking to see if they were still together because you know like celebrity couples even the ones that you're like oh they're gonna be forever and then they break up and and for a period of time i thought they did and i was sad about it because i feel like they're both like the same vibe and the same aesthetic and i really like yeah. their aesthetic together so i'm like i really like rooting for them and I think they're both I say weird because it's out of my comfort zone but I think they're the same type of weird but that's not even in a negative way like they're just 
<laughs> that's what I mean. They're, it's just different for me, but I think they're both on this totally like same groovy wavelength. I completely agree. Like out of the like Pete and Kim, MGK and Megan Fox and Travis and Courtney, yeah. like they seem to like be the most legitimate. Yeah, I, I agree. I really like them together. Yeah, it seems as though like Court, I mean, this is just me talking shit. I don't know <laughs> these people, but it seems like Courtney and Kim are like, you know, it's, it's trendy. It's trendy to date a like rocker dude right now. And like Kim and Courtney are just like doing the trendy thing. And Megan Fox actually like add to what Liv was saying, like Megan Fox is actually wild so like it's very on brand for her and it's not just like her following a trend so yeah I definitely see them being a lot more authentic I feel like yeah with and again this is me just being this like outsider like I but I do feel like even with Megan Fox I feel like she wasn't or at least she never showed this like I don't know this this other side that we're seeing now to her in like Hollywood and then I I feel like mostly because of what she's been cast in and then on top of that, like I, she was married at one point. And then I feel like in that marriage, she was, I think even just based on her social media, a little bit more like reserved. Yeah. And then I noticed it wasn't until after that marriage and now with Machine Gun Kelly, she left this, like, like you said, like this punk rock side of her that I guess that she's always had come out a little bit more, but I do feel like in that marriage, she definitely was a little bit more. She was like diluting yes, herself a little bit more reserved. And now like she seemed maybe she kind of went that like domestic traditional route with Brian Austin Green and then they ended up divorcing and and now it seems like she's like flourishing so yeah so they got engaged under a banyan tree yes. in Puerto Rico apparently they drank each other's blood which yeah. I hope not I'm so, so, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes like crazy like that is crazy like sometimes they say stuff in their like instagram captions and i'm like are they just really? saying that yeah or did like, they, are they like, trolling us right. like, yes like sometimes i'm like is that just like to be i don't know controversial or whatever yeah like shock value yeah like, like, i don't know did you guys do that because for a while they were wearing each other's blood in like a necklace if i'm not mistaken yeah like a little vial yeah i'm like are they playing that up or like you said, is this just for shock value or did they really think this was a great idea to drink each other's blood? Because then I think about all the diseases and then I think about like yeah. how like just unsanitary that is. And I'm literally scratching myself because it, it really freaks, yeah. it freaks me out. <laughs> it freaks me out. I know. It can't be good for you. Wear it, but don't drink it. Yeah. Even them wearing it. I was like, okay, like right. Angelina Jolie. And- yes. What was his name? Thornton. Uh, Billy Bob yes Billy Bob Thornton did it better but yes this is like Billy Bob Thornton Angelina Jolie part two right yes but like hotter different but different yeah <laughs> and it was all filmed I haven't watched the full video I've watched clips but I just cannot physically watch engagement videos they are so cringe to me I love them <laughs> <laughs> I love the gentle soul. Yeah, I just like can't like if anyone has ever sent me an engagement video, I'm so sorry. But like I lied if I said I watched it. It was so beautiful. I loved it. Immediately delete. Yeah, I'm like like, super cute, like happy for y'all. And then it's just like I, I, I can't, I could just physically can't do it. But (laughs) I think the biggest like news story really to come out of their engagement is the ring. Oh my God. 
Mm-hmm. Which usually like that doesn't happen because I guess rings are usually pretty much not all the same, but like generally the same. But this ring is a diamond and an emerald, which are their birthstones, which I was thinking I was like, thank God you both have good birthstones. Oh, like, yeah. What about if it was like a garnet and like a peridot? <laughs> like, Wait, what was yeah, it again? Like Christmas what colors. Were the stones? It was a diamond and emerald. Diamond so, and emerald. Who is the Aries? I think hers is the <laughs> diamond and he's the Either emerald. Of them could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they're kind of heart shaped. Like both of them are like kind of teardrop that make a heart. Mm-hmm. And they're held together by a magnet because they have like a ma- magnetic pull for each other. People with money are freaking wild. They'll do they'll do anything. They're like, "Oh, Put a magnet in it because we're <laughs> magnetic. Right. I have the money, <laughs> so. Give me a fucking ring, bro. Okay, but it gets worse. Right. Yeah, it does. I don't know how, but it does. <laughs> the band is made out of thorns. Mm-hmm. Like, I think just, it's obviously metal or, like, gold or silver right. or whatever it is. But there's, like, it's kind of spiked, like, thorns. And apparently every time she takes it off, it kind of hurts. Because like being apart or whatever is supposed to hurt. Oh my god. Which I feel like is just so them. I think he said because love hurts, if I'm not mistaken. And that's like and then people were saying obviously that's a very like uh toxic, toxic message because love is <laughs> not supposed to hurt but I think so don't quote me but I think that's what Machine Gun Kelly said I read that he designed it that way so that it just hurt when she took it off so she would never take it off okay but what about showering or like yeah. I, I guess it's like she's not the type of person who's doing dishes or anything like that True. but I'm like you probably want to take it off when you're showering or like swimming in like a lake or something she's probably yeah. not swimming in lakes you just like wash your hands and also, that's like, yeah, and, and again, that's unsanitary. Yeah, you should get yeah. it cleaned once in a while. Right? Yeah. yeah. They seem like a very unsanitary <laughs> couple, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> this and the blood, it's just... It's just so a lot gross. to take in at once. So I think we already answered this question, but do you think that they're soulmates? <laughs> I think they I think I think so and I like I think you could have more than one so I think they definitely are I think so like at yes. this stage in their life yeah yeah. I, I, yeah their type of weird just seems to line up yeah. so yeah I I really do think they're like good together Me too. do you think though that like they're are now constantly in the news like you cannot get away from it do you think that we've seen too much Megan Fox and MGK or do you think like people are just still like loving it I don't mind it It doesn't bother me there's worse things that I could be reading and I'm like "Eh, it's like it's entertaining that's how I feel I'm just like it's not a big deal to me I'm just like oh this is weird but expected but also entertaining so keep it going yeah I guess that they will have to like again constantly one-up their own press because yeah. it's right. like where do you go like, after do yeah after like, the give blood. their firstborn up to Satan oh no or, like, some crazy <laughs> shit no, no, no. like a ritual <laughs> oh my god honestly I can see it yeah and people are saying actually like it's also going around the internet people talking about that like Machine Gun Kelly is married to like a demon and that Megan Fox is actually a demon and it's just something to do with like Hollywood and like that's why they're yeah like drinking each other's yeah exactly like if you go on like Facebook and like you know they have like the news articles that are out and then underneath you can read all the comments and everyone's like it's right in front of our face Megan is actually a demon and I was like I I would actually love if Megan Fox was a demon 
demon. (laughs) And that like the role of like Jennifer's body, there's a reason why that's one of her favorite roles. Like it actually is her. There's it's very funny. I would very entertaining to read. It's funny how that stuff is actually wilder than anything they do in their relationship. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, that's so crazy. Okay, well I'll have to do a Facebook deep dive because that seems right up my (laughs) alley. It was so entertaining. I was like Uh, The next thing we wanted to talk about, I don't even know where to begin with Jamie Lynn Spears and Britney Spears. Well, obviously, since it's been like a 13-year conservatorship, there's just 13 years worth of information that you like have to parse through. And there's been all the documentaries and all the news articles and all the legal statements and stuff. So it's just so much. But in case you didn't know, Jamie Lynn released a book. It's coming out January 25th. There's like lots of leaked copies online if you want to read it and not give her any money. Um, it's called Things I Should Have Said. So it's like a memoir about, you know, her Nickelodeon days, um, being pregnant at a young age, her relationship with Britney, all of that stuff. And she has been doing all of the press rounds like you would with a new book coming out. And she has just been getting so much bad press. Like, I don't think one person has said that this was like a good idea (laughs) Um, what do you think about her coming out with a book at this point in time I personally feel enraged (laughs) like (laughs) talking about Jamie Lynn fills me with so much fury that like I've never experienced with like a person I even know in my personal life I am very protective of Britney Spears. She's one of my favorite people on the planet Um, but I think it's just so messed up like She has put Britney through so much her entire life, these past 13 years, being a trustee on the conservatorship, never ever saying free Britney once, using the hashtag, doing anything to advocate for helping her sister. And in the height of the free Britney movement, Britney is finally out of it. You're going to release a book now. And in the book, one, you're exploiting her. And two, just spreading lies and like putting shit in the book that paints Britney in a really bad light, is lying about her, making her look like a bad sister, a bad mother, just a very unstable person. And the press tours, oh my gosh, like her tears and her like, I can't sympathize with her at all because I just think she's a I really genuinely think she's just a bad person yes so I agree with you that she's a bad person and that people call her online Judas Lynn and I'm on board with that I think that what she has done to her sister is literally unforgivable like I don't think like you can just like go to therapy together or something and and work this one out like I think that this is like you probably need to cut each other off from your lives I mean I do feel for her though in the sense of like being a child star being Britney Spears's little sister getting pregnant at such a young age like growing up in the spotlight and just having all of that negative energy on you I understand like that's not an easy thing to go through so I do sympathize with her for that that's exactly what I was gonna say like I do 
empath. Like, I feel like she has had a tough life. Like, I don't think her life has been easy at all. Not saying that anything that she's done is right, but like, I do think some of the things that have ha- happened to her, even just her parents, um, like her dad struggled with alcohol. Her child almost passed away, like in a like ATV accident oh my, a few yeah. years ago. Just all the stuff about getting pregnant at a young age, working in Nickelodeon. Like, there's been rumors just at how dangerous and like unsafe Nickelodeon yeah the execs are everybody where do you think that this came from like was it like her being a trustee and her not supporting Britney in this way was it just like to be in the good graces of her parents was it to you know have money and power where do you think this came from I do feel like it was about money about fame about you know her trying to like make a name for herself. I feel like she learned a lot from her parents who should both be in jail. Um, And she is just like a mini version of Jamie Spears. And she just grew up in this way of seeing how she can manipulate people, how she can use people Mm -hmm. to get something to her advantage. And this is just like who she's become, which I understand like it's not completely fair because of what she went through as a child, but it gets to a point where like you're an adult and you can make decisions and you can see somebody suffering and make a, you know, an intelligent choice and she just time after time never does make that choice yeah and I find it so unnerving because I feel like this is again taking a page out of Jamie Spears book but like when she is lying about like I was never involved in the conservatorship or like I didn't know much about it when you were named a trustee and it's like anything my like I have two sisters anything that they're involved in that I should be involved in like I'm reading like if my sisters were ever put into like a legal thing like you're reading about it you're you're hiring your own lawyers you're doing the research like it's I, I just feel like her lying about these instances yeah. are like very Jamie Spears yeah just trying to be like oh I didn't know oh poor me oh look at me I had no idea um and it's just like very exhausting to hear because it's to the point where we have the paperwork we have the documents why are you even lying like what are you even lying about and I love I love the fact that Britney is now allowed to do and say whatever she wants because she is not holding back on Instagram on Twitter I fucking live for her notes at posts and (laughs) she and she's calling Jamie Lynn out she's telling her like you said like literally like word for word like you said this that's a lie you said this that's a lie like oh you think your life was hard comparably to Britney it wasn't 100% I think it's interesting also so she went on GMA which Mm. is like a not I don't want to say reputable but like a large scale news outlet her next move was to go on call her daddy podcast that was so insane do you think it's because no one wanted like a again reputable news source didn't want to even touch this type of interview could be I think that going on call her daddy was like a way of her getting in with the quote unquote cool kids because all the people who listen to call her daddy like think they're cool and hip and trendy. Yeah. So I think that was her trying to like infiltrate the like a younger yeah the younger like the cooler kids because everybody's like free Britney and mm. she's like trying to be like oh I'm gonna go and call her daddy 
everybody's going to like see a different side of me and like think about this differently. And I don't think that happens. Yeah, it's a very manipulative tactic. That, and that's the thing about her. She knows what she's doing. She's like meticulous. I don't think that she, and she tries to come off like this sad victim. And I just don't believe it for a second. She seems just like her dad, like really calculating yes. in all of her press moves. That's a really good mm-hmm. point. Kind of shifting to the call her daddy piece, because obviously we could talk for hours about Jamie Lynn and Brittany. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I think part of it that is so interesting is the Alex Cooper of it all just because like she and she had Colton Underwood on her podcast a few weeks ago she needs she needs to reevaluate everything what is her move right now like she seems to be pivoting from like a sex podcast to like a controversial pop culture interview diving in deep into like these news stories it just seems like a super weird pivot when she had like the sex podcast game on lock like that was like why she became so successful yeah I don't know I don't know what that move is about I never really got into call her daddy I like listened to like maybe five minutes of an episode and was like I cannot handle this energy (laughs) neither neither (laughs) oh my god I feel like I talk about it so much for like having listened to one episode (laughs) I think I listened to two full episodes the Holly Madison one which actually was pretty good and then the Paige DeSorbo and Hannah Burner one they're like two Bravo Bravo liberties and that was really interesting but yeah I just find it really fascinating her pivot into these types of interviews and then just like the people that she's choosing to have on her podcast and I think that she when she had the falling out with Sophia and then you know did her own thing I think she got a lot of flack and then she you know got the big Spotify deal and kind of I guess had to come back but then I think that like honestly this might be her downfall which I think is kind of funny like <laughs> I, I was like on the caller daddy reddit just like yeah. seeing what people were saying about the Jamie Lynn interview because I was not gonna listen to it myself and her like whole reddit like turned against her like Whoa. it's literally talking so much shit about her so I just I just find it interesting that she would choose this interview when it's so controversial. And so many people have Britney's back. So it's like, yes, such yeah. A, yeah, it's a really crazy move. Yes. Um, I also didn't listen to the episode, but there's this guy on YouTube that I watch. I love him so much. Um, his name is Sloan and he does like a, it's like a tea, like a tea youtube and he just like covers like pop culture stuff you should definitely check him out he's so funny um but he was talking about the call her daddy interview and he was saying that it didn't seem like alex was holding jamie accountable at all it seems like she he was she was like holding her hand and like babying her like through the interview when like before the interview i remember he was like oh Alex is really like hard hitting, you know, like she doesn't like hold back. She has a very like, not aggressive, but she has a very like bold personality. So he was saying that like, hopefully it's like, this is like a real interview and it's people like, like, you know, trying to get her to take accountability. Asking the hard questions. 
and it just seems like a sat like some sappy bullshit yeah it, it very much seems like that i just feel like jamie lynn also like if she just laid low for a while came out with her book and kind of told the truth about her involvement and kind of um shared her side of the story it just would have been a lot more well received and yeah. wouldn't have fallen on like deaf ears because I feel like no one at this point even wants to hear about yeah, it. Yeah. And also, if she just waited, uh, like if she just waited maybe a couple more years, Brittany yeah. would like just get out of the conservatorship, like give her time, give her time to like heal, get her life back together, heal. Exactly. Yeah. Like I don't care about your story because yeah, you're not hard to trust her. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Like you're right. She is just fully capitalizing yeah. on the moment, which is the end of the free Britney movement and the success of the trial. So, uh, so much, so much to unpack. And I'm like, it's riveting. Like I'm excited slash nervous to see what happens next and I'm sad for Brittany that it's like she had such a win and then this is kind of trailing like yeah her and like plaguing her almost but right like you can't just let her have her moment her freedom her celebration of life yeah you gotta add some salt to the wound so she with your sister like it's supposed to be the you know the person you trust most in life and it's it's heartbreaking okay well we're gonna pivot to this week in petty okay bix let's start with you so this week i went to the dispensary that i go to all the time everybody's so nice so lovely i always have a great time and there was you know like you get you get in with covid and everything and also just like with dispensaries in general they only like let in a certain amount of people at a time um so I waited my turn I finally got in I'm talking to the woman we're picking out my stuff yada 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 and my boyfriend was in the parking lot and he was waiting for me and he kept calling me so I took out my phone the woman was like oh you can't use your phone in here and I was like oh okay let me just step out real quick and send a text message so she was like yeah, yeah, yeah do your thing I step out into the waiting room and this fucking guy is sitting in the waiting room with like a freaking trucker hat on like a loser. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, 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 we could all get in. Did you, did you take long enough? Did you take long enough? Like literally screaming. And what? I mean, if this was in New York, it'd be so different, but it's LA. So everybody was just like ignoring him, looking down at their phones, like pretending not to hear him. And I, I looked at him and then the, the guy behind the, the like check-in guy, he was like, oh, like, did you like need to like transfer money? Is that why you stepped out? And I was like, no, I just need to like uh, send a text quick, but I'm ready to go back in. And he was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And he buzzed me in. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, you're going to go back in. You're going to go back in. Yeah, fucking take all day. Fucking take all day. And I looked at him and I was like, are you fucking crazy? Like, do you have a fucking problem with me? And he looked at me and had nothing to say. And I just kept going off on him. And I was like, oh, because now that I'm talking to you, you're not going to say shit to me. Oh, now you're going to look down. Oh, now you're going to do this. Holy shit. I went back in. Just I went back in and the woman inside, she was like, I heard you yelling. Like, is everything okay? What happened? (laughs) And I told her, I was like, this guy's just crazy. And he fucking sucks. And he's being mad rude for no reason. So she was like, oh, I'm going to talk to HR. And like do something about it and then on my way out he was sitting there and like was just like this in his phone and I walked past him and I stood in front of his chair and just stood there and didn't say anything I was just staring at him in his chair until he looked up at me and I just said fucking rude ass 
and I walked out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give, oh, sorry. <laughs> Give it up for me. <laughs> I was so mad. And then the whole day I was ready to fight. Like any little thing that <laughs> yes. happened to me, I was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same like if anything happens yeah and then you're just in the mood and then something you like drop something or, or something like you stub your toe and you're like Fuck. somebody looked at me the wrong way like in the grocery store and I was like, <laughs> like what you want to fight, fight? <laughs> wow oh that God. is wild that's so like people are cr- like you said like you're crazy yeah, that's insane to act that way yeah. in public. because you have to wait and everybody if you've been to a dispensary ever in your entire life usually you have to yeah. wait even if it's like five minutes ten minutes because like Bix just said they really only let a small group in at and a it time. was a and Sunday at like 1 p.m yeah. like if you don't want to wait go checking ideas time. and yeah they're doing everything so you're just your wait it's it's like you would be in any everybody knows line. that though yeah yeah I would have been like sir is this your first time well, <laughs> I also <laughs> couldn't believe that the guy that was at the check-in I mean he was very very sweet but the fact that he yeah. didn't like interject and say anything and be like oh like like sir like calm down or something like and like I don't know if it's like a LA thing but everybody was just like nope I'm on my computer nope I'm on my phone like I'm ignoring you if like if that was anywhere else I feel like I feel like someone would have jumped in and been like calm the fuck down. yeah seriously yes also like you like this big ass man yelling at this like petite woman I also feel like people don't expect me to be so like that's what I mean I just felt like he felt like he could because I'm sure if this was like six foot four 250 pound man he wouldn't be doing that but because this is five foot two little woman (laughs) little woman like like, little (laughs) little woman you're gonna go yell at her like what is wrong with you that that is what it is I hope he's having a horrible day (laughs) same oh I hate that so much I I love that you like stood up for yourself because I feel like I feel like I'm like 50 50 I would either say something back or I would just like crumble (laughs) 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 depending on the day I'm I'm real I I feel like I'm I'm really 50-50, so it's good that you gave gave it right back to him. Gave a taste of his own medicine. Absolutely. I'm with that now. Like I used to be like, I'm gonna be the bigger person, but now I'm over it now. Like you insult me, I am a hundred percent insulting you back. I don't care how you feel. As long as I feel like safe enough in like the the environment. Oh sure. Yeah. But sometimes it just comes out, even if it's an unsafe right. environment. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get murdered. Just now. so angry that you're like, ah. Yes, that is such a good point. Because I feel like I, yeah, I used to be like that where I'd be like, oh, I'm going to take the high road or I'm going to try to like, you know, teach them a lesson. Now I'm just like, no, nah, I just feel like giving it back to mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, like oh, I don't, let's I'm fun. not. Let's go. Yeah. Yes. Let's, let's yes. do this. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, I should have worn. I have a, oh my God, I have a shirt. And it's just like a little black tank top and bedazzled. It just says petty in gold. I should have worn <laughs> yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. I know. Yes. I know that top. Oh my God. That's iconic. I want one of those. <laughs> I saw it at a thrift store and I left the thrift store and went to work. And the whole time at work, I was talking about it. And my friend was like, you just need to go back and get it. You have to go and back I went back and, and I bought it. it. And now it's my favorite Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. I need maybe I'll do some merch that <laughs> just rips that you off. Should. Yeah. You should. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Liv, what is your this week in petty? So I have two stories, but one of them, I don't know. So one of them it would be a little 
little controversial, I will admit. <laughs> so, cause I did not take the high road, but then what I did was not as like, it was not nice. What was done to me. So I would did an equally nasty thing back to that person. So I was like, Love it. good, I'm no better, but I don't want to be better. <laughs> I'm going to come down right where you are. <laughs> I'm going to go you. down there. With I'd, you. I'd, I'd I'm meeting you. <laughs> it's, it's overrated to, to like be the bigger person. like. Yeah. So, but I don't know if I should Maybe we could share that offline, but yeah. I'll just say that one is a little, um, a little spicy. I'm not, I'm not proud of what I did, but I did it. <laughs> okay. I have uh, to hear this now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's really not that good. Uh, it's not good. But I will share that like a few days ago at work, I was like, had an intake meeting with this like new manager and I thought the meeting went really well. And it was one of those moments where someone acts like everything is okay in the meeting. Like they're not upset with you. They're really happy with how everything's going. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> like I was speaking with this new manager and he was like, yeah, you know, it's been a while since like I've heard from your team, like what happened? I explained what happened. He was like, okay, understand. I apologized. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like this won't happen again. This is how it will, this is how things are going to go moving forward. And I gave him a plan because we do have a plan. Okay. So he was like, okay, accept your pop, this and that. Everything was good. Next day, we hop on another phone call and we're having a conversation. Again, everything is going well. And basically he takes whatever the problem was that we resolved. Everything was resolved. And he goes to the higher ups, like as high as you can go in the, yeah, just to get me like, and try to get me in trouble and try to make me look bad. And he puts like a, like an email of complaints, basically, even though after the meeting, I'm a, just to give some context, I'm a recruiter less than 24 hours after the meeting, I had, I sent candidates over to him. So that's good. So I did my job and I was doing what I told you I was going to do. And I'm following through with my word, but you just decided to kind of go to the higher ups and, and luckily my, one of my really good friends is a manager. So she quickly stepped in my defense to basically tell him to pipe down. And was like, we're doing the best that we can. So you need a, yeah. Anyways, that was like, I guess my annoying for uh, petty. It was him Him being petty. petty. (laughs) Right. So that's the story. It was just this manager having like a power trip and like, that is the worst feeling ever when you're like, okay, we're on the same page. You were nice to my face. Yeah. It was probably stressful for you. So you're like, take a deep breath. Oh, like, yeah. You're, you're like relieved it went well. Relieved. Got, yeah. Everything's good. And then you get the the email or the phone call from someone else. And this was from the other company, by the way. Like, so I, we out. No. This is what I'm saying. Like, we're, we outsource. So I, we're recruiting companies. So I'm outsourcing. I'm going to not psycho. say names before this other company. Like, they're our client. Yeah. So the client did that to me. And I was just like. Oh, that's such an awful thing. <laughs> Corporate men have like the audacity that I've right. never seen <laughs> to exist like no, yeah but yeah honestly, <laughs> honestly. Like, give me a tenth of that and like I'll fucking rule the world bitch like, right. literally <laughs> yeah oh my god that's so true yeah I hate that and I just feel like sometimes that happens so often with managers where they're saying some one thing to your face that's just like yeah 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 great 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 and then like obliterate you afterwards which is just the worst feeling in the world right it was just completely uncalled for so I was just like I guess that was my that was my petty I like fix the story better but well, they were both about <laughs> two men sucking oh yeah you're so. right yeah <laughs> common theme yes that is a common theme in this week in petty just men being fucking losers well thank you so much for sharing and thanks so much for coming on today's episode of course thank you for having us yeah i had a lot of fun. fun uh where can the listeners 
find uh, you and anything else that you want to plug? So you can find us on Instagram at ITM with Liv and Bix. And in our link tree, if you just click on that bad boy, it'll take you to all of our social media platforms. Yeah, we come out with an episode once a week. So make sure to check us out. I think that's it, Bix. Am I missing anything? I think that's all. I think that's what we do. We come out with an episode (laughs) once a week. Talk shit about Bachelor. Yada, yada, yada. Follow us on TikTok at Live and Bix. A lot of Bachelor themed TikToks, which are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just come hang with us. Get silly with us. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And there you have it. Thank you so much to Live and Bix for joining me on today's episode. And thank you so much for listening. The things that I wanted to update you on are Riley and Marissa did confirm their breakup today. It is January 24th. Happy birthday, mom. (laughs) I kind of felt like I was a hostage, like holding up a newspaper for a second there. But anyways, they did confirm their breakup. They didn't really say exactly what happened. They just said that they needed to work on themselves. But I wish those two all the best in their new you know, single journey. Maybe we'll see them on the Bachelor in Paradise beaches again this summer. The second thing that I wanted to update you on is Raven Gates's baby Gates. Apparently, it's a very Southern thing. So maybe my Southern listeners are, you know, rolling their eyes when we all talked about Raven naming her kid after her maiden name, but apparently it's a Southern tradition to do that, which I found really interesting. I'm tired, so I don't want to like get into what all of this means and just like, you know, the nature of naming kids and who they're after and stuff like that. But yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. The other like little crossover thing that happened with this episode is Becca Martinez from Ari's season of The Bachelor, who I really enjoy. She's had some like blunders, but in general, I I do like her takes. She was defending Jamie Lynn Spears like a lot on her Instagram stories. And she said she's going to talk about it on her podcast, The Chatty Broad. So I want to listen to that to see if there's a little bit more nuance in her discussion. But her like hot takes on her Instagram stories were way off base. And then the final thing that I was just mulling over when I was editing this episode was talking about Alex Cooper on Caller Daddy and just thinking about why she might have pivoted from like a strictly sex only podcast to more of like an in-depth deep dives with celebrities usually kind of controversial celebrities and I was kind of thinking that maybe because she's like an actual celebrity now like don't get me wrong she's still like d-list but she does have like famous friends she moved to LA she goes out and I was just thinking maybe she wants to keep more of her personal life private now that she is kind of more of a household name especially like in the podcast world maybe she just can't talk about her like I was going to say Trice. Is it Trice or Tris? I don't know. Maybe she just can't talk about, you know, hookups anymore because they're with other celebrities. I know she has a boyfriend, but like even prior to that, whereas before it would just be like random New York City, like stock market bros and stuff like that. So I was just thinking maybe she just wants to keep more of her private life private. And that's why she's kind of pivoting to the interview format where she is talking about the person. So she's 
not talking about herself. Anyways, I want to know what you think about that. That is just one of the theories I thought of afterwards, but I'm super curious to see what other people think about. Just we have reported on this podcast just tons about Alex and her big Spotify deal and her breakup with Sophia and it's really interesting and I just really didn't see this pivot coming because she had such a fucking chokehold on like the super raunchy sex podcast industry thing like she is really that's what she's known for so it's just such a bold move at such a crucial time when she has just like a lot riding on the success of her podcast Anyways, thanks again for listening. You can follow along with me on socials at RTBP podcast. You can leave me a review and rating on Apple and Spotify. I appreciate those so much. I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.